0: this was a movement. The I ain't believe away. you. Banged Banked, 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 Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. East to West, we gettin' banged up. North to South, we gettin' banged Where Worldwide, we gettin' banged up. Bang. Bang. Yeah. Call up 917-889-8041. We're controlling the globe and we second to no one. Every time we emerge, we put in that work and bang that door for the culture. Then it's one love wizards from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. we tips tip you the trophy. And we keep making moves by coaster. A lot suckers didn't believe, but I told you Famed out, about to be your household name Famed out, mean when you pop, more change Falling like Odell, shout out to Rochelle Networking it Saturdays, about to be your movie Gotta go big, it's the only way to do it It's the conglomerate, we get into it Can't forget Fridays, got to be your fire With the H, while you ride on the interstate We got Sundays with sunshine from 5 to 6 While you watching on your dinner plate, make sure to tune in Just tap in with the movie. Cause it's about to go down, shout out to this? captain of the mothership You ain't know that you know now
1: All right, everyone. Good evening. This is your host, Dean Cornelius, and this is the very first episode of Let's Keep It Real. Now, originally, I was, you know, have a show about police brutality and uh, reconstruction, but considering that my show happened to fall on the, first, well, on the night of the general election, I think it's just as we generally talk about what led us to this moment, with this election in the past three years. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or just want to Please feel free to call me at
2: 917 889 8041. So, the election is here. And um, as the first show, this first episode of my show, Let's Get Real, I'm going to do a little bit unscripted. Originally, I was going to have a script, but I didn't want to sound well bothered, so here we are. I would say
1: today, feels like some kind of strange calm before the storm. I'm not sure if you guys feel that way too. Maybe it does, things don't. Hopefully things will still pan out well, but it's just one of those things we have to wait and see. So, you know, keep your fingers crossed and hope for the best. But the past three and a half years have been interesting and not in the best way, especially for our country. It seems as if that our country has, not is, but has taken some major steps back and what's worse is that there are so many people who feel absolutely divine by that. It seems as if as I was talking to my grandmother, my eighty two year old grandmother to earlier today, that um
2: it appears that some people's progress seems to be the things that tick off others. You know? And I'm not sure if you guys feel that
1: way or if you you know believe in that, but that's just my take on it. It's just like you take one step
2: forward, there's always somebody there behind you with a frown on their face. So, the past three years, <laughs> unbelievable, I believe Washington, you know, pulling out of
1: various agreements with countries, both mm-hmm. allied and countries that we are still tiptoeing with,
2: seeing a resurgence in white nationalism and supremacy, police brutality running them up, and of course, you know,
1: Crime. Crime is just unfortunately one of those things that happen, good and bad. It's just like when you have the result of poor leadership, and you also have the result of people who let their face or instincts get to the to the best of them, cloud their judgment. Unfortunately, these are the end results we have to deal with. And keeping in mind, this this is not something that just affects us as a country, but it affects us all as one world. After all, America being a country that's considered the greatest on the planet, but also the leader, there's always eyes watching. And Right now, there's people who have their jaws hanging open around
2: the world and others who are wringing their hands, hoping that this powder keg of a country finally explodes. So let me ask you guys, what, what is driving you right now? What has driven you if
1: you went out there and voted two weeks ago or last week? And for those of you who still feel like voting is not your thing, that your vote doesn't count, how do you feel and what drives you to continue to not vote? Because I I will say this, I'm not trying to, you know, tell you how to live your life, but if you don't vote,
2: unfortunately, you kind of nullify your right to complain about political events. But if you vote, do you vote for your own interests? Do you vote for the greater good of your community? generationally, how this will affect
1: your kids and your kids' kids. I'm just curious to know how do you guys vote and how do you guys see our country now? Is it better than what it was? Is it worse? I mean, personally, in my opinion, I, I don't want to go too deep into it myself, but
2: I would say our country, as I said you know, before, has taken major steps backwards. Um so, if anybody's out there listening, and if you're having a question, comments, concerns, go ahead, just give me a call. But, um, I will say this. On the tip of voting, please, if you still have time, go out there and vote. If you didn't vote, ask yourself, please ask yourself, is it really worth not voting? Especially to my black and brown community you know. And as I asked before, I don't want to keep something like a broken record about
1: if you vote, do you vote for your own interests or how do you vote? You don't have to tell me who you're voting for. That is most
2: definitely your business. I value your privacy. I just want to know do you vote and what drives you to vote? And is
1: it because of the state of the country now? Have you always been a voter? Or have you decided to get back into the game of voting? Because as I mentioned earlier, my 82-year-old grandmother Things have gotten so real that even she, for the first time in her life, cast her ballot two weeks ago. I mean, I was proud, I was elated to see this, but it's, for me, a testament that things have gotten pretty rough
2: to get her to vote. Honestly, in my opinion, she should have been voting anyway, but that's just my opinion. It's just the idea that we're getting people
1: out here who are first-time voters, no matter what their age is, of course, Legal age of voting, who are out here casting their ballot because we are literally
2: seeing a campaign of vote or die. This summer has been a testament of it. Yeah. We see that there's now international acclaim for Black Lives Matter, something that didn't happen five years ago. Yeah. After witnessing George Floyd's death, after seeing how Breonna Taylor was killed in her own apartment, in
1: the result of a grand jury. Seeing that a, non, a pandemic that has killed over a million people worldwide and over
2: 230,000 here in the US, it seems as if that some people won't change. Some ideologies just die hard.
1: So, my reason for voting is that if this pandemic didn't really reveal the weakness
2: of our country and some of the more, you know, I would say hellish aspects of our country, then that's my reason for voting because it's ridiculous. In a, in a pandemic, something that has gripped the world, if anything, in a country that has the world united in its name,
1: we should have been standing together, but instead, it's been tribal. People warned about whether should they wear a mask or not. People of color still being brutalized by the police. And then you have people who come in and champion such brutality because to challenge said brutality, it's like challenging
2: law and order. What is that? I mean, seriously, what is that? Our country has really taken too many steps backwards. Now's the time to move forward for the greater good of everyone. Not just for me, but
1: for my family, even for my neighbors, for generations after. Because I I don't think there should be a time in which, in an advanced, industrialized nation, we should still be battling each other over things that
2: have unfortunately divided us in its earliest days. You know, we shouldn't have to worry or at least war
1: about. Wearing a mask and washing your hands to protect yourself from a deadly, incurable uh, virus. We shouldn't have to question, is it right or wrong
2: when officers kill unarmed people, but gang members still run amok? I mean, it's true. Yeah. I mean, our country is really in a point in which voting
1: is now imperative. If you've never voted, and if you did not vote tonight, please. Watch out for local elections. Watch out for the midterms. Keep your eyes open for the next presidential election, because whatever results tonight, no matter who wins, there is going to be a reason to always vote. And if you don't believe in voting in national elections, keep in mind, always vote for local
2: leaders, because if anything, what happens locally will impact you first and harder before what happens nationally. But like I said, I I do want to know if any of you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want to force
1: your opinion, the number to call me by is
2: uh, 917-889-8041. I tell you guys, I'm going to take a quick break.
0: All the think that maybe God don't hear us down here. Then try my best to live right so I can catch some blessings. But we really need some lifting of these spirits right here. So I'm speaking the gospel. And I hope these sermons get your gears to turning. So you won't take them bumpy roads it took me years to learn when we cross the right bridges in your life. Try not to burn them. And keep your grass cut low so you can see the surface. Just a simple game for you to live by. Got that from my granny when I was just a little guy. Even though we face obstacles every day, we still try to make it out this hellhole. The mail what without having to. All we need is opportunity A little unity Without having to worry If my brother man gon' shoot at me Take the hood back Just imagine what all the youth could be The new heaven on earth A picture painted so beautifully But do you see? If you don't then follow me To the land of milk and honey That's where we can all be free Mentally Head to the sky Surfing the cloud sign Searching for answers Video chat with my my daughter, I smile every time I see her Make me feel so alive, I got a reason to be here News broadcasting nothing but death and destruction, but I'm knowing in my spirit that I was destined for something, greater later, so I'm still climbing up that escalator, trying to reach the tippy top, and this a forget me not. seems the whole world just going down the drain, panicking out of feel, but my inner peace keep me sane, just watching, meditating day by day, you'll of the game, America just a trap, government slinging legal cane, think about who getting rich and then who got the least to gain, so blinded by the smoke, I guess that we can't see the flame, say a sign of the times, but don't nobody want to listen, the I'm hopping out the race, flashing the money that I'm getting But sometimes you gotta bait them, cook them, reel them in and educate them Hit them with some real game, the OG's they never gave them Each one teach one, if I ain't do my job then here's your refund But I'm sure i catch you on the rerun Long. Slum That you and I both here, same location and view I feel like I'm here for a reason, it's basically you I'm thinking of some things we can do first Can I have your name? If it's cool, then maybe a conversation with you Never seen me around, well, I'm from the other side of town They don't visit when the sun go down, but look Never mind that If there's a map to your heart I'm trying to, I'm trying to find it And I promise not to waste your time Cause you never get time back So if it's cool Can I refill that wine glass? She like, but of course Look in her eyes I'm wondering if her heart is pure Say, but I no try not to be a call for I'm just like a candle Girl, if I had my way I'd make you my private dancer If there was ever any question And you the answer. to Things like this feeling I'm not you my hands up so Girl, you look like that feel good. I mean that real good. That married for 30 years and it's still good. She like I'm intelligent, but a little hood. I think I fit the description. So staring at the maybe making hips. Got me thinking about taking trips downtown. Like SWB, want a little baby girl. I suggest coming with me. Talk of the sweet life, the best you ever seen. Far away from the nonsense. The clear the conscience. Have you ever bathed in a tub full of oranges? The Strawberries, you are what you eat, and since you on the menu i already, girl, you're showing up to the crowd just like a panther. Girl, if I have my way, I make you my private dancer. I have if there was me, ever, me, any I'm never gonna have a headache. I need to me, be the dancer. Can't fight the feeling I'll lock in. throw my, my hands up.
2: Guys, welcome back. All right. You know, I I decided to do this
1: unscripted. I forgot to ask you guys, how was your weekend? Specifically, how was the first Halloween during COVID-19? I never really went trick-or-treating as a kid myself, but I've been curious about how this entire holiday season is going to go due to COVID. I see Walmart's already having its Black Friday sales now. So I think that might be the only good thing is that we won't have the rush of people trampling each other. But
2: this has
0: been a
1: really extraordinary year, not in the best way, but, you know, there's always a lesson in some of the bad things that happen. In fact, in all bad things that happen, there are lessons to be taken out if you're paying attention, if you're looking in the right way. And uh, I really say that the changes that we have made uh, due to COVID, that's some of the changes we should have made a long time ago. Um, now the only thing is that one of the changes that seemed to be on the on rise, though quietly, is automation. I remember reading an article um, when COVID first happened. It um, was in Florida. They were testing out an autonomous bus that is designed – t- well, its initial design is to take passengers back and forth from Miami International – to uh, nearby hotels and within the city, but they decided to test it out to see if it could be used as an autonomous vehicle to transport uh, vaccines once a
2: vaccine for COVID come out. It'd be pretty cool to see that happen. But the thing is, it's a change that is both necessary, but it's also threatening.
1: You know, automation is... One of the things that that our world is leaning into more and more every day, no matter what. But the thing is, there's going to be too many people affected by automation. Now, I'm not trying to doom and gloom. I'm not trying to get you on board. I'm not trying to be like, hey, anti-technology. That's not me. I'm 100% for technology. But it's just an observation that um, one of the advances that we see happening uh, still has the potential of, you know, taking away the thousands, perhaps millions of people. Now, one of the reasons why I'm talking about automation is that a lot of our people, brown and black people, specifically in the black community, we don't pay attention to these things. But once automation becomes a full-blown part of our everyday reality, it's going to affect us directly because many of the jobs automation is being aimed at are considered labor jobs or what is now being considered frontline jobs. Food service, uh, transportation, anything that requires long term human labor. And unfortunately, we will be on the short end of that if our young and our older people work jobs in frontline services. I remember when. Covid became an official pandemic. I was I was looking at all of these investment ads on Facebook and even on YouTube for oh my sorry guys (laughs) hey first show right and I was looking at these um advertisements for investments and it was for an automated burger flipping machine. Lame, in, in my opinion, lamely named, slippy. But the interesting thing is, quietly, it's being promoted for investors, for actual investors to get their money in. And if this thing becomes, you know, uh, a replacement for, let's say, one or two people <laughs> have- restaurants like Burger King, Wendy's, McDonald's, whatever, then these people wait Buku cash. Whereas, mm-hmm. meanwhile, there'll be Buku amounts of people now without jobs. So my thing is. I just want to go ahead and put out here this particular segment is that um, when STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, I think we as a people, and especially us as adults, it is our responsibility to encourage our children to seek out something pertaining to science, technology, engineering, and math. And with that being said, even us as adults, we should consider going back and taking an interest in it. Because everything we do, everything we enjoy, whether it's our Xbox, whether it's Our our smartphones, whether it's listening to our favorite podcasts, our musicians, seeing how our musicians now are making music videos remotely, all of these things require science and technology. And yet, unfortunately, whereas we are the biggest consumers, we don't contribute as much in these fields because, and I'm speaking from experience of what I have heard people, not only in my family, but also, you know, people in my family's inner circle say things about technology as it being, quote, a white man's fight, discouraging, you know, an interest before it's even begun. It's our responsibility to encourage our children, even ourselves, to move forward in a different direction because the sky is not the limit.
2: I'm not sure how many of you have heard of billionaire Elon Musk, but He's making that perfectly clear. And this guy
1: was originally from South Africa. You know, but the sky is not the limit. But we have to get that in our minds and we have to teach our children. You know, It's sheep being It is okay if you have an affinity for anything advanced technology, if you have anything uh, interesting, cool. if you have anything that's an interest in anything considered stereotypically easy, because in the end, these are not things exclusive to one group of people. Now, I'm not sure if any of you remember, but I remember as a kid in the early 2000s hearing things about peer pressure. But unfortunately, that is a real thing, and a lot of our kids, and even adults, we shy away from our inner geniuses and our inner smarts because it's not considered cool. So we dumb ourselves down deliberately, just to appease others. So, I just want to say, please, 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 with this being going back in full circle to what I first stated about the election and how our country has been taking steps back, look at this as an opportunity to push yourself and your children forward in something that's a bit outside the box, but world-changing. Because we definitely need more of our own people in You know, I'm actually thinking about going back to college myself and thinking about taking out a computer program. I'm not afraid to tell you that. Now, my reasons for doing it is because the job I also work also dabbles a little bit in IT, so it piqued my interest even more. But at the same time, I'm tired of hearing people mention about being black, but you're only one of maybe half a dozen people who look like us doing
2: things. So I say it's time we go ahead and we move forward on this for our community's sake. Let's not wait until it gets
1: to a point in which flippy or small automated buses are replacing people in their jobs, and we're the ones filling up the unemployment line. If there's a new age out here of entrepreneurship in the black community, I say let's go ahead and get on board when it comes to technology, because that will be a real game changer. But, you know, on the flip side, there are black tech companies out here. We have to just look these guys up, give them the support they need. Recently, Google had given a $2 million grant to, I think, if I remember correctly, 10 small but black-owned tech companies. Can you believe that? But on the flip side now, $2 million being divided up amongst other uh, individuals and their companies, whereas, I'm not sure if you guys will remember, but 2V, it was a streaming site similar to Netflix, they just recently went bankrupt after six months in existence. And they were given, I think, nearly $2 billion,
2: $2 billion to start up. So now's the time. If we want our entrepreneurship and our voices to be
1: heard, I, I, I say it's important that we get into STEM for our sake and our community's sake. Guys, I don't know how, how I have to say this, how much I have to drill in our heads, but individuality is something we should cherish as a community. We don't have to be carbon copies of each other, no matter what. I mean, it makes you no more or no less black if you have an interest in something totally different than your neighbor, your brother, your sisters, your cousins. It's what makes us individuals. And let's just look back when our grandparents and our great-grandparents at their time, individualism was there, but we were still a community. It's time that we embraced that again. All right, guys, I'm about to get ready to play you a song. I'm about to go on another break. Uh, if there's any questions, comments, or concerns, run us again. Please remember that the number is 917-889-8041. All right,
2: guys.
0: Ah. Can we walk for a minute? Better yet, can I see you walk for a minute? So I can watch you. With the flow, baby, it's between us. We can take it slow, maybe if you want to keep it on the low. Watch Netflix, sipping on a bottle of wine, me, curled on the sofa, late night. You say stop pissing you off and I'll go do it more Yeah, when I step up in the house You know what I'm about, representing the South We got money, cash, go and that I never change Get the hell up out the way if you ain't talking the same How about it, let's get this paper How about it, let's get this bread How about it Yep. You kick it with busters yep. I'm a rider for mine I'll Have wait. you ducking for cover Look I do this for real You out here playing games I'm allergic to suckers You in the lanes I ain't scouting no rapper You too weak with your flow I ain't dissing you either I'm just warning you hoes I am back on the block You ain't safe in the street I am back in the booth You ain't safe on your feet I've been waiting to eat You've been greedy too long I get down on this mic Leave it alone. I am up for the challenge. You do not want to face me. I ain't been it for nothing. You were never gonna break me. I see through all the faking, You ain't speaking the truth. I can stop you from guessing. Bitch, I'm talking to you. You hit, I ain't gotta say it. It's doing better then. It's not, I never lose. It's only you can never win. Yeah, when I step up in the house, you know. Nothing to see We are burning too hot Y'all are sweat from the heat We respect- by G's, y'all don't get love at all. We was born for the top, y'all are destined to fall. We smack crap with a passion, y'all too sweet when you're rhyming. We gon' hustle this music, y'all ain't used to the grinding. We don't worry about fuckers. y'all are not on our level. We ain't scared of you, baffles, y'all can get it whenever. We got women on deck, y'all be taking them chicks. We get bread from them bro. y'all be taking them tricks. We stay cool on the pressure, y'all be falling up wiggly. We got a squad of players. Y'all just a click of bitches. We original niggas. Y'all just copy and mimic. We on that real shit. Y'all searching for gimmicks. We about to lock it down. Y'all can give up your keys. We see the fear in y'all. Cause none of y'all can fuck with we. Yeah. When I step up in the house. You know what I'm about. Representing the south. We got money cash, gold, And that'll never change. Get the hell up out of way if You ain't talking the same. How about it? Let's get this paper. How about it? Let's get this brain. This paper, how about it? Let's get this bread, how about it? Let's get these dollars, how about it? Stop being scared, how about it? Let's get this thriller, how about it? Let's get this hate, how about it? Let's get this shirt, how about it? Stop being fake, how about it? Yeah.
2: Okay. Welcome back.
1: As I said, this is the first episode of Let's Keep It Real. I'm your host, C. Cornelius. And I know it sounds a little incoherent, but as I said, you know, this is the first show and I decided to do it unscripted. Here we are tonight, November 3rd. It is election night here in the United States, election 2020. You know, this whole time, it's very controversial, contentious, and rather confusing and very very life draining year has um has already honestly led up to this everything that has happened this year accumulated to this particular night. I know some of you are hoping for your candidate to win, and I'm not asking you to tell me who you know you know who you're voting for you know your reasons. I know who I cast my ballot for and my reasons, but for some reason there's a strange calm it's just like. If my candidate doesn't win, no surprise. If they do, no surprise. But honestly, this has really been so far in my life. I'm just in my 20s. So far, this has been one of the most confusing, gut-wrenching election seasons I have so far in my life witnessed. And the thing I really fear the most, I ain't going to say fear, but that I have deep concerns for is that from this point on, it will be nothing but contentious spitfire between candidates. I mean, I know essentially it's that anyway, but the idea of using uh, dog whistle tactics to keep your base listening, to use vitriol, uh, to just spew out blatant lies, it seems to be now a norm that I'm deeply concerned that's going to play a part in U.S. politics. I mean, let's, let's be real. Politicians do lie. But on the scale that we have seen so far these past few years, and especially these past few months during this election cycle, it's beyond forgivable. It's beyond unbelievable. And as I said before, with the whole world watching us eagerly, others happily, wondering that this country is going to explode into nothing but a smoldering pile of ash, there's still some glimmer of hope. There are people who believe that no matter what the results will be, people will still do the right thing. But let's be real. That's cookie cutter. Unfortunately, it doesn't really work that way, at least not anymore. Personally, I'm not going to sit by and hold on to the hope that my neighbors and strangers and people I have no control over. Obviously, I have no control of my, uh, not even my own family's actions. I mean, I'm not going to hold on to this hope that somebody else is going to do the right thing. I can only control what I do. Now, I know this sounds cliche, the idea of, you know, treat each other with respect, uh, dignity, blase, blase. But let this be a lesson to all of us that this election cycle, this entire year, every challenge that we have dealt with, not just as a country, but as a species, is one of those reminders throughout human history of the challenges we face to be forced into change. As I was saying earlier in the last segment about automation, how we're being forced to do things remotely. Now, one of the things I didn't mention was how we're doing a lot of curbside, how we are doing our holidays differently. People were doing more trunk or treat. People were doing more uh, uh, social distancing with their parties, which social distancing, new term. okay. But the idea of doing things differently that literally just last year we couldn't even phantom doing, unfortunately, this is one of those things in which we have to do things differently. We are forced to do so because we're just creatures of habit. Now, this whole election tonight, as I said earlier, there's a strange calm right now for me, but there was this unusual nervousness, I I was feeling all day. I don't normally feel. Maybe it was first day jitters I'm doing this job here at this radio show. Maybe it's that. But as I passed by people and people were more unusually, I, maybe it was just as I, I misinterpreted it, but people were more talkative today. They were, you know, greeting, saying hello. But it was like this small aura of calm before the storm, like in the horror movies or the disaster movies, everybody's
2: going about their life normally, and then, wow. Shit hits the fan. My thing is, is that <laughs> it's it's concerning, but
1: now that worrying or whatever that was nipping at me earlier is no longer there. It's more or less like, well, where do we go from here? And I guess that's what I want to ask you all. Where do we go from here after tonight? Whatever the results may be, even though, They've already warned us. We're not going to get the results tonight, unfortunately. So many people have actually cast their ballots as mail-in and, and with the absentee ballots in such an unprecedented amount that they are predicting that they'll still be counting maybe a couple days from now. I remember in one particular case on 60 Minutes, they were believing that people will still be counting votes by the end of this month. But the question I want to ask you, and I want you to ask yourselves, Is where do we go from here? You know, after tonight, after the final results, if we are getting more of the same or we're going to get uh, maybe something new, or we're going to get something more of the same but in a new package. But where do we go from here? You know, a lot of people have made moves during this whole entire crisis with the pandemic. And I remember listening to one of my favorite radio personalities, I'm not going to do a name drop, but let's just say he's been in syndication for a long time. He had a challenge to see who are the people who truly value their time, wish they had more time, versus those who say, oh, I don't have the time, but they were irresponsible with said time. And from that point on, I've always looked at it from earlier this year from that particular radio personality's challenge of, no uh, no, ex- no, more excuses 2020, or no excuses 2020, however it was put. People were putting into similar challenges on, on social media. For that point, I, that's why I began looking at things more serious in terms of, okay, what can I do to change for myself? Where do I go from here? How do I rebuild, or how do I continue building? And I think that's the best way we can, we can look at it. And let's not look at tonight with nervous eyes. Let's not look at it with a gut-riching feeling, the butterflies in our stomach, this feeling that the whole world is just going to explode and go to hell. Let's just look at it from the standpoint of the old way we knew is now dead. It's gone. It's not
2: coming back. The normal that we knew before is gone. Let's look at it from where do we go from here?
1: Remember what I was saying about kind of like the disaster movies, The Calm Before the Storm? Well, you know, some of those disaster movies always have an ending that's kind of hopeful. You know, the people, they come out from from the rubble and the sun is shining amongst the smoke and the ash, and there's this hopefulness at the very end. So let's look at it like that, but without the smoke, without the ash, maybe perhaps without the unrest. Who knows? Maybe unrest won't happen, but let's still look at it as moving forward the old way we have been placating ourselves for so so long that this old way of life was going to continue to work and here's a quick example of that i came across a new york times post from 2007 just last week of a honduran uh, gardener in new jersey who was attacked by three german shepherds he ended up going to the house he was to uh, do lawn care at a little bit earlier than expected now this is in 2007 We're still talking about post-9-11 America, but people still had this disillusionment that, you know, racially things were better than what they are today. Or even what they were just three years ago in 2017. But the idea that in this particular case, people suddenly went against the landscaper because he was an immigrant. They had such hateful vitriol for him. And there were people literally at the courthouse showing support for the dogs that attacked him because they were under the threat of being destroyed by, uh, by the local animal control. When I read that it was an example that the so-called normal we lived is really no different than what people were fighting for just this past summer. The old normal that we want to quote unquote go back to perhaps is not for the best. The reason why I brought this point up is because with that story, it brought to my attention that certain things that we find ourselves being shocked at, unfortunately, George Floyd's death, Breonna Taylor's death, the unrest that has been going on continually for the past several months, these things are really not new. They are issues that affect all of us and affect some people even more so, people of color more so than others It's just that the so-called normal is when these things don't get to a point in which it affects your day-to-day life. It doesn't discomfort you. So my point is, looking at a time, though post-9-11, but a little more quote-unquote calm than what it is now, seeing that people lined up in front of a courthouse praising a dog that viciously attacked a gardener, simply because of his race, and then in some cases, people throwing out racist uh, slurs about him, one less immigrant, and things I cannot and will not say on air against this man, was nothing more but a testament that the old way of life was just quietly stewing in your own hatred, quietly doing the same thing repeatedly, and expecting no results, honestly, because what we consider normal, It's simply what we are told and conditioned is normal.
2: Red means danger, but in some cases, red could be a vibrant color for power. I mean, we're told
1: it means danger because of the association. So it's the same thing with an old life that we want to go back to. I say let's keep moving forward because sometimes old is not always best. There are traditions. But then there are holdbacks. Guys, I'm going to go on a quick break, and I would like to hear from you. perhaps if, here we go again. But perhaps if any of you are, are curious, if you want to go ahead, if you want to put out anything that you want to say, you want to shout out, you want to questions, comments, concerns, anything, answer, or you just want to go ahead, you get on and just talk about what affects you. you talk about how you're voting, why you're voting. Then be sure to give me a call and I will be glad to answer. If not, that's fine. After all, like I said, this is the first episode. But guys, I'm about to go on a quick break and uh yeah, stick around.
0: They keep asking me why it takes so long, yeah, to preach the music like a woman putting makeup on, yeah, you got us waiting on ya, people debating on ya, if you fell off of these niggas and clearly hating on ya, yeah. uh, they keep telling me you this good for nothing, <laughs> uh, people telling me you this good for yeah. nothing, I'm not your closest cousin who hustled them cats aloud, I let you roll up for free just to see where it's about, yeah, fuck on me, you this good for nothing, huh <laughs> Ain't your discussions on who the hottest and better. It ain't really worth discussing if it ain't bringing no cheddar. Uh-huh. I took a break from music the moment I seen my daughter, and I went back to start of and going harder. That's on my daughter, her father. Yeah, whenever we'll Big seen is good for nothing. Uh huh. He won't ever see me, it's good for nothing. Trust me, it's nothing. I'm used to being this underrated. Yeah. Overlooked like a midget standing behind a baby. Yeah. That's in front of Shaq. to see the show. And that situation on the baby. Who knows how much I grow. Jump on my shoulder like Michael Jackson back in the eighties. Destined yeah. yeah. to be one of the greatest, ever breaking stages. Yeah. One for the ages a title that they can never take it? Either you make a history or be the one to chase it. Yeah. Hold on. Welcome y'all to this good for nothing. Here, yeah. like the welcome y'all to the good for nothing. Uh-huh. Y'all to this good for nothing. uh Like the welcome y'all to this good for nothing. Uh either do it different or not at all. Yeah. They quit the thing, you tripping but standing while you fall. Yeah. Get up to no Flow. Nope. Still I salute you all. Yeah. And ask for nothing in return. The shit I do for y'all. Look, I only give you this good for nothing. Uh-huh. See y'all can't for nothing. Uh-huh. Look, I came to you this good for nothing. Uh, next
1: time I drop, gotta be good for something. Yeah. Gotta be good for something. Alright, guys. Welcome back. we only got a few minutes left before I go ahead and wrap up tonight, this very first episode Let's Keep It Real. I know it may be a little discombobulated for those of you who are used to listening to more organized podcasts. And I understand that. First night jitters. Hey, get better with time. But I just want to go ahead and keep badgering on the point of the importance of voting. Guys, when I say guys, I mean everyone. But in particular, in this case, I do want to say guys, in particular, the young black men. Please vote. There are too many odds already against us as black men. Do not take what you have as a as a privilege for granted. The privileges that we think of that others have, I understand, but voting is a privilege that every American has. Unfortunately, there are those who want to take those privileges away from us. You know, Florida was one of the first states to give the privilege of voting back to people who were <laughs> convicted of Nonviolent offenses. And I, if I remember correctly, it added about one plus million uh, new voters in the state of Florida. That, that there was a major turning point. Because, you know, the majority of people in prison and for nonviolent offenses, nonviolent drug charges,
2: are men who look like you and me. It's a concerted move against a people. Excuse me.
1: When you attempt to constantly take their rights of being a human being, when you constantly take their right to vote, constantly take their right to just simply live away. That is why this voting season is just too important for any of us to just sit by idling. Now, if you didn't vote, we don't know what the result of the election is going to be until maybe later tonight, maybe tomorrow, might be a few days from now and some sources believe due to the um, presidential amount of of mail-in ballots, maybe the end of the month. We don't know. But let this be a lesson, no matter what the results be. Always vote. And most of all, vote in your local elections. There are Zoom meetings right now in every town and city, except for those that are still doing social distancing. But There are towns and cities that are are allowing the citizens to watch on Zoom meetings, council meetings, commission meetings, partake in that. Get to know the people who are in your district. Get to know the people who are in your city, the ones who make the law and order, and challenge them. Be active in that, because when we look around, like in my hometown, and I look at when businesses close down or a duplicate opens and then the original suddenly and quietly shuts down, it's not simply because it's just a thing that happens. It's a design. But when the people in the area that's affected do not voice their opinions, their concerns, or their, their discomfort with it with local officials, it's going to always look as being normal. Okay, hey, they're not challenging it. Good deal. That's why it's important for us to vote. But that's why it's important for young black men to get out there and vote. You know, when I went and I did early voting, there was a group of young men, and they were out there trying to get, you know, people's opinions when it came to voting, what brought them out there, what was the most important uh, topic, uh, what was their personal interest of voting. Of, they didn't ask anybody about which candidate they voted for, but they asked questions along the lines of, did you vote for your your particular Interest. Did you vote for a specific reason? Was it because of the current administration? Blase, blase. But the thing they pointed out that just always leaves a cold chill down my spine is that they mentioned that I was maybe one of three black men between the ages of 18 and 30 years of age who showed up to do early voting today. Guys, we've got to do better than that. You know, I also do volunteer work in my hometown. And one of the things I quickly took note of, a majority of my volunteers who are black and male are men who are 35, 40, and up. And they already have kids or they have, uh, you know, served time in prison. They want to come out and, and they want to, um, I guess, make amends. But it's rarely anyone who's between that age of 18 and 30. The majority. The majority of black people I do see who are out there, who are out here taking part in the community, are our black women. Guys, we have got to stop benefiting all that is being done, but we are putting the heavy weight on the shoulders of our women. We have got to step up. Seriously, our grandfathers and our great-grandfathers, they stood up and they were the ones who brought the community up. We have got to get back to doing that. And it's the small things that we can do right now that'll show that we are serious about doing that. Whether it's whether it's volunteering, whether it's voting, whatever it is, we have got to start stepping up our game as black men. We can't call ourselves men if we are out there hiding from the work that needs to be done in our community and we're blanking it squarely on the feet and the shoulders of our women. Because the ones who voice their Dis, uh their discontent with the government the ones who are out there at the council meetings the ones who are out there concerned about our kids are our women and I pr- applaud them and I praise them for that however they cannot do it alone this night election twenty is going to be the it all, either begin all or end all please think about it guys and let's keep it real I'll see you next week
0: Yeah. Told y'all this was a movement Taking I ain't believe You dig? Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. banked out banked out banked out East to West, we gettin' banked out North to South, we gettin' banked out Worldwide, world, we gettin' banked out Call up 917-889-8041. It's the Bang Dye Radio Show. We controlling the globe, and we second to no one. Every time we emerge, we put in that work in Bang Dye do it for the culture. Then it's one love weezes from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. we we'll tips tip sheet a trophy. And we keep making moves by coastal. None of them suck, they believe what I told you. Bang Dot, about to be your household name not Mean with your pop, more change. We keep the real, we're gon' Hello, hell for jazz, or tune in when you better be. We getting fancy with Nancy on Thursday at 7 p.m. for making Headspace Therapy. Ballin' like Odell, shout-out to Rochelle. Network, Saturdays Saturday, it's about to be your movie. We gotta go big, it's the only way to do it. This a conglomerate, we get into it. Pay for kid Fridays, gotta be inspired with the H. while you ride on the interstate, We got Sundays with sunshine from 5 to 6. While you watchin' on your dinner plate, make sure to tune in and tap in with the movement cause it's about to go down. Shout-out to this, captain of the mothership. You I ain't know that you know now